what the business is. Man, it's on their TV podcast. I am your host, Animal Brown. I am Spike Lou. Live and direct, as you know how we do it every week about this time. What is this? You damn right, man. On their TV podcast, man. Fuck with us on their TV network.com. Also, we on social media, Twitter, On Deck TV Podcast, Instagram, On Deck TV. Exactly. Also, we doing a little Facebook thing. You know, you can join the rap chat over there with the On Deck TV crew. We post questions over there. Check out one we had this week. We'll get to that later. But make sure you follow us on Facebook as well. Absolutely. Where we get it cracking with the conversations, man. Also, we got the network thing going on. FSP, Full Sport Press, my man Jay ho my boy Coach Locke. How easy on the boards. Yes, sir, man. Hey, every Monday, y'all check out the sports boys over there doing their thing. Latest episode is up, mid-season NFL awards. Y'all check it out. I called in, dropped plenty of gems, as I always do when I call in. I called in, dropped knowledge, as I do. <laughs> I think you heard my call, didn't have to call, but I had to call in to put a little bit of knowledge in there. Let them know my Cowboys wasn't dead. Let them know that the University of Miami Pulls off great things with the lateral. We are now known as lateral U. We could care less about both of those teams you just named drop. That's because you're a hater. What you get into over the weekend? Man, you know, I got to chillax and, 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 and link with my, my barber. Shout out Kimani, man. He got a new shop down. I'm going to give you all the address and everything once I get those details. But I got to meet a local rapper from Detroit. And he was able to elaborate a lot on the no-fly zone and how they felt about Trick Trick and Royce the Five Nine. It was a very interesting cat, dude. He had a lot of stories to tell about Detroit, man. So he's going to check out the On Deck TV podcast. I can't get his name right now. I think it was Jay Dilla or something like that. But I'm going to give you that later because I want to do the proper respect to shouting him out. But it was a cool dude. And then I got to hang out with my guy, our guy, Tenor T. Air Sam, TN Air Sam. Sam Jeezy. Yeah, we got the, uh, he linked me up with Astron, at Astronaut K.I. Uh, you figure out how to spell it on your own, I'm not going to do that. And at Just For Design, two more cool cats I got to link with. Uh, they were artists as far as uh, rappers and things like that. So, you know, we're going to get it cracking. They want to check out the show and see what they can bring to the table. So, we're going to holler. Big shots out Detroit. Big shots out Atlanta. What'd you have cracking? Man, it was slow motion, man. It was raining a lot of the weekend. So, I was in the crib. That's perfect editing weather. Yes. I was in the crib chopping up, man. That Cashville 10 coming soon. Uh, he Boy Kilo interview coming soon. Shout out He Boy Kilo. Shout out uh, Sweet so Poison Sweet interview Poison. coming soon. Yes, 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 y'all. Um, What else, man? You have nothing else? You ain't got none of them little boring Marvel comic <laughs> goofball movies. You ain't see none of that crap? Nah, movies below, man. I ain't hit the movies up in the stretch, man. It's been all this rap shit right here. I had plenty of shit to listen to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff came out to listen to, man. So let's jump right into it. All right. I will start it off this week and see what jumped out to me. To me, the, the podcast beef is getting out of the podcast rapper beef is getting out of hand. <laughs> like, what is it? Like, it doesn't make sense. If you listen to podcasts frequently, Tax Tone may be one that you're familiar with. Tax Season is the name of it. And your favorite rapper, Joe Buttons. 
Mm, I wouldn't say that, but he's dope. Was on there, and the interview did not go well. Would you say? Yeah, if if you on Facebook you or on Twitter or on Instagram, you've seen the clip by now of Tex going off and yeah, Joe Budden calmly getting up and walking out of the interview. Yo, is this nigga retarded? That, that was funny. <laughs> so, so the whole thing was that. If you've worried. never heard a Tech Stone podcast, how would you describe? What, how would you describe him? I would describe Tech Stone as a Tech Stone or Tech Stone, whatever his name is. Text. Well, what is it? Tech Stone. Yep. What are you saying? What did I say? Uh, All I right. What exactly. You said, said Touch Tone. You don't know what I said, <laughs> but you're still correct. Touch Tone. Anyway, um, this guy, I would say he he does what he does well, and that's bring a street element. As far as being a New York guy to uh, a media outlet that where it's not usually that. Usually people that are doing his job are more clean cut. They're more uh, media savvy, hence Joe Buttons. They've been through a training, things of that nature. Tax is raw. But right. Tax got connections and, you know, he funny. He was funny on Twitter. He got his start through Charlemagne. He was on the Brilliant Idiots podcast and he's got his own podcast now. Which is on a podcast network And he gets like nice guests Pee Wee Kirkland interview to me was dope um, He had some more interviews that I liked there were, uh, Gunplay Was Gunplay on there? I have no idea I don't know if Gunplay was on there But somebody else on there had a real dope interview Memphis Bleak Memphis Bleak had a good interview And um, so Joe Him and Joe Buttons basically just ain't the same type of people To to put it Like how, how would you describe Joe Buttons as a person As far as you being someone that listens to his music First of all, you listen to it too. No. Second it, off, like okay, you listen to Tax Podcast, but you just asked no, me to describe. I, no, it. I don't. Never listen to it. I've heard it before in exactly. my life. Yes. You, so you would be able to describe <laughs> it. I've only listened to about two or three episodes. I can't get into it. I'm just, I'm just saying you're a bigger Joe Buttons fans than I am. You listen to his music, so tell me how you would describe Joe Buttons. I mean, Joe Button is like a, a real. It's a thin line between being smart and witty and kind of being like a jerk and an asshole, and he kind of teeters that line depending on how he feels at the time. And this in this particular situation, Tax was not comprehending what he was saying. I don't think it was a and comprehension problem. It was a disrespect problem. I think he wasn't comprehending what Tax was saying, and he was being smart at his about it. Like I think Joe Joe Buttons came in guns blazing anyway. That's not true. You know what I'm saying? I think Joe Buttons immediately recognized that Tax wasn't going to be able to uh, win a verbal sparring with him. He's he not gonna, going to do that at all. Yeah, he wasn't going to go no further than that. So Joe Buttons knew where he could take his wins, and he knew he would be able to frustrate him. So I don't really give Joe Buttons too much credit for this. Like, he ain't, he ain't prove a point. Like, for the record, the interview was garbage up until the arguing point. Like, Tax is not a good interview that person. That interview was gold. That now up until the argument It was whack I like Shit was boring as hell He asked the same questions I Over like and over He stuck on the damn battle Shit like dude Nobody care Nobody care about that shit People dog. Do, he, he, I mean he wouldn't ask If they didn't care Nah nobody cares dog Like, like nobody care no, about that battle You forgot all about that I swear to god you did Nah I remember him quitting Who did he battle I don't know those Exactly no, no no I don't know That's bat- my point no, no, I don't know battlers <laughs> Nobody See, cares. Neither but, do I. But I know no, who I'm he saying that's, But that's what you, you and Joe Buttons were wrong though, because I don't know battlers. And what Joe Buttons said was, I did that because I wanted to bring attention to those people. Tax couldn't like properly articulate his response to that, but he said the same things that Joe Budden said. And Joe Budden was like, "No, nah, I didn't just say that." Yes, you did just say that. 
Because no one watched the battle to see those other people, as you just proved. I don't know dude's name, but I do exactly. remember Joe Budden's quitting. And tax point was, oh, you wasn't even supposed to be there. No way you was doing somebody a favor. Yeah, I don't think he was doing them a favor, He though. was doing them a favor. Because he got paid, so you no. don't get paid for favors, though, do you? Yeah, you do. I don't believe that. When you're a professional, when somebody respect your professionalism enough, they will pay you for a favor. <laughs> <laughs> like, like you said, if Joe Bunn's a hell of a rapper, he going to get paid for favors. Like, niggas That's don't do verses for free. Yeah, uh, you know maybe. Like, nah, niggas ain't Border doing system. verses for free. Nah. You can't call nobody <laughs> and give no free verses. You know that. <laughs> nah, that shit was funny though. Do us a favor, man. Y'all go check yeah, out check that, that episode out. and laugh. It's only they only made it to about twenty five minutes. It is funny. Oh, Skip man, the first fifteen. Was, the first man, that shit whack, dog. I can't get funny. into it. Probably. It was gold to me. It was gold. I can't get into it, man. I'm gonna tell you what jumped out to me though, and this is something that we called weeks ago, and it's it's okay though. The internet's a little late. DJ Drama's ex wife, Summer P. Walker. At Summer Walker on Twitter for those who want to follow her now. She goes on a Twitter rant, tweet after tweet after tweet after tweet, throwing shots at DJ Drama, her ex husband. It all started, and she dropped a jewel in the middle of all this shit. She's going off about the alimony and uh, uh, you broke now, all that gossip shit that we don't really care about. What we care about is she says that DJ Drama is the one who gave the reference tracks, Drake reference tracks, to Meek Mill. Because uh, Quentin wouldn't do a song with Meek Mill. So he decided to throw Drake under the bus and give him the reference tracks. We said this weeks ago. This mm-hmm. is not new. No, it's not. But since she all but confirmed it, whether you believe her or not. Now, number one, do you believe her or not? Or is this just she scorned? Is she uh, emotional? What's, it's hard what's going to on? tell. Like, it's hard to tell what's going to come out like in that situation. But I mean, he ain't denied, so it's probably it's true. That's a good he ain't point. never denied even like weeks ago when people were talking about it and it was alleged. Like even Charlemagne said he had and all the DJs said they had it. Right. They got it from drama because everybody cool with drama. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the shit out there, he did it. I'm hot at him though. Yeah, he shouldn't have never got himself into this Twitter rant though. <laughs> See, it all that. started with her saying that alimony is due is the first, and she, he made the <laughs> he made the mistake of responding like, "Oh, to, to, the first is a Sunday. It'll be there on Monday," and that's all it took. That's See, all it took. It went from he broke to his new gal just broke up with him to he got she got emails of him trying to get back. Like it just went totally left, it, fellas. Do not engage in that Twitter beef with a scorn, with an ex, with a female that you used to fuck with. Like, none of that, dog. It's not going to end well for you. If if you DJ drama, how much is avoiding all of this worth to you? God, it's priceless, dude. Priceless. I don't want to have to worry right? about that shit. So, God. if I'm DJ drama when she tweet that. Yep. I go, I don't, it's a Sunday. I can still get to the ATM. I got access to <laughs> I might have something in my house. <laughs> I swear to God, I would have pulled up over her house Instagram. <laughs> uh, uh, I lived, man, a, a stack of money so big and wrote <laughs> to my son, dated it, and just like Instagram and knocked on the door and walked off. I swear, and, and the check will still be there Sunday, <laughs> and it's still coming. <laughs> Like just cause you can do it Like I wouldn't even Gave her the grounds To do that man Come on dog. Yeah, that ain't nothing. If I was able to do that Like he like drama should I think he ought to be Well enough Businessman To be able to do that Like I said Like man I just 
he could have big dogged her. Like she, he he let her big dog him. Apparently he should have been able to big dog her. Like he go to Instagram. I would have I would have flex. She wants she want a social media flex, and I would have just <laughs> took it to the next level. I would been one of them big stripper stacks too. Like the big ones they get. Like when they go to the strip club. Like if if my alimony was ten thousand, I'm going to get ten thousand ones from somewhere on a Sunday. I'm tweet picking it right there, like to my son. Let him put it in him. Let him just throw it around and shit. He go that and the check will be his son. I don't think I got no kid with him. It's just alimony. Just oh, well, he go that. Oh, well, that yeah, really, you know it really would have been monkeyed in. Tough. I would have got that in quarters. <laughs> just because she was bitching about money. Oh, the check ain't made it yet. I got, I got 10000 in quarters. <laughs> I get like four big buff dudes drop them off. You know what I'm saying? Hey, if you've ever if you paid here, attention man. to that, what a time to be alive. And you heard uh, Drake name drop. Drama ex-wife in um, mm. I'm the plug God. I got summer P in this thing God. Just dropped the jig in my Red Bull It really gave me wings Some So, so Drake he, he a crazy player man He cheat code Yeah he cheat code Drake you cheating cheat, man Stop that man. bro Like stop that like, shit That ain't, them back no, that ain't the only one though Like they said he was like Taking down plenty of guys Yeah Bitches Yeah like they said he was like intra camp, like you know what I'm saying, the boss man. Nah, don't do that, Drake. Whoever, like they, they would, like whoever was around Drake was like fair game. And he <laughs> took him down. Champagne Poppy was not Joy Steph Curry with, like he Steph Curry with the, for real, dude. Oh shit, God. he got to cool out, man. Just make the music, man. From what Relax. I read, from what I read on this, he, he Steph missing. Curry with the shot for real. He might be. He pulling up from half court. He in that zone right now, man. When you got the juice, you can do that. We need a comment from. We, that's what we need a comment. Why? Are we, why are females in love with Drake so much? I need to know. You saw this hating right there, though. Come on, no, man. no. I, like, like, listen. What? From what I read, okay. From the chicks that he smacked, like y'all have to read this because I'm not gonna be putting my my credit credentials on the line and say this is true. Right. Y'all got to find the research, but like he's smashing like. Everybody's that he associated with, like Gail. So, like, what is it? How'd it happen? I don't know. Exactly. So female, I, I want to know. It was a good question for a female. I, I ain't hating. It sound like it. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you would know. You sure about that. You're a professional. You would know. <laughs> Man, hey, now moving on. Uh, uh, another podcast. Um, I've been listening to Rap Radar podcast, right? Speaking of a boring podcast, with Elliot Wilson. And B. Dot, Elliot Wilson, of course, sure. what he co create or he published Double XL back in the day. Mm. So he got a podcast and he had TDE's, one of their CEO, one of their executives, Punch, Punch. in the building. Young Punch, my guy. TDE, of course, that's Top Dog Entertainment, that's Kendrick, J, J- Rock, Black Hippie, all that shit. And he made a bold statement about that good kid, Man City, stating that it was this generation's first classic. Now, let's listen to what he had to say and explain why he said that. I think he really, really raised the bar high. You know what I mean? So we just plan for who coming in second mm. at this point. But, like, I mean, it's not being biased because, you know, that's my artist. But before that album, like, out of all of the new guys, this album was almost a throwback to what we love about hip-hop. Mm-hmm. The way the whole album was, you know what I mean, sewn together through a narrative. Yeah. To the beats, to all the lyrics, like everything just linked and connect, mm. connected. So it pretty much set the bar for classic records of today. Artists are conditioned to make those type of records no more. Mm. You know what I mean? Like like full bodies of work, right? You know what I mean? Because because of the business, 
Like the business hasn't called for that for a while. Yeah. That's why Good Kid Mad City was such a, you know what I mean, bar raiser because we went against tradition. Like we didn't have a real single for the album mm. for that project. Yeah, you said a song about alcohol is right. You know what I mean? That's the first single and then we got, minute song and all right, that. Yeah, all yeah. of that. So we I think we really set the bar and did what we wanted to do creatively and made that classic. All right, flat out. Is Good Kid Man City the first classic of this generation? From the way the punch explained it, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe that. Ain't it ain't no other body of work that's that cohesive since not like they were al- they were making albums with skits and cohesiveness meant something like and he said as far as the new generation too yeah. he ain't comparing it to blue blueprint or doggy style right no 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 so yeah like big Sean don't got a classic album um there's a classic that you're missing sir who that came before that but it's cheat code because it's a mixtape and that's that Drake so far gone, my nigga. That, know. ladies and gentlemen, is the first classic of this new generation. That's not true. Man, you It's not true at all. Dog, that the way that that album and I gotta that, give credit that, to the co host on the show who actually said this. So I ain't even gonna take credit, but he was one hundred percent right. Nah. He said that whole the way that that project sound was the first of its kind with the ambient sound and all the EQ shit and the beat switching up at the end and niggas want to sing their hooks and like mm-hmm. all of that kicked that off. That was two thousand and nine. That sir was a classic mixtape, but it's not an album. It's not an album. It's not. So, but he didn't say album though. I don't. I, 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 don't, <laughs> I, I, I just don't consider that a classic. I'm sure you don't, but it is. I mean, I, I'm not a fan of like. Of course, if not. it's a rap album and we're talking about classic rap albums, then you can't throw an R and B songs in it and consider it a classic, in my opinion. So I wouldn't consider that a classic. That is a classic rap mixtape. That yeah. mixtape is in. If you were to go to the store, it's in the rap section. It's not in the R and B section. Yeah, they like sell that. it. They sell it, and it's fine. I just wouldn't consider that a, a classic album. I would consider Good Kid, Mad City because. Of the cohesiveness and what he spoke of, of what we know of of classic albums, like it reminds you of Doggy Style. It reminds you of nothing but a G thing. It reminds you of Blueprint as far as they going in, and I'm not I, I'm not saying he worked with one producer, but you going in with a mindset as to this is the whole thought process of the album. We'll figure the single out when everything get done, and that's not what they do in this generation. Like Big Sean, he got to catch a buzz. J Cole with 1401 Forest Hills Drive is the closest thing to it to me. As far as this generation classic, I would say it's in the same lane. He going about ten miles slower though. As far as he dropped it afterwards, and he kind of got that formula from Kendrick. So I like the fourteen oh one Forest Hills. Drive. First of all, it's twenty fourteen Forest Hills Drive. Whatever. Uh, I like that as far as closest to uh, the Kendrick Lamar. Ain't no way. But I will say this though: has there been a class? So there hasn't been a classic since. Is that what you're telling me? Since what? Since that uh, good kid. The Jack Cole came after that, so that that's a classic album. Yeah, to me. But that, oh my god, dude! So time out. That's a classic album, but that's so far gone, ain't though? No, this niggas. It's a classic mixtape. At the at that's at the bottom. That's the lowest it can go. I don't agree with that. That is a classic fucking mixtape. Yeah, now I ain't listened to that Jay Cole in the stretch. I'm gonna be all the way honest, even though it is cool. It's not. It's not. Even, that's not even his best album. But yeah, hey, niggas, that, that's his best album. Hell no. Nah. I think I like his first one better. First album yeah. or his mixtape? I like his first album better than that one. I ain't gonna lie. I prefer this one. I will say this though. Um, I came across something I also thought was interesting that we just saw pulling up. Um, 
the NWA, F. Gary Gray, the highest grossing movie by a black director. Is that straight out of Compton? Is that surprising you at all? Not in today's generation because so many people fucked with NWA. Like white people, like black like it was it was so transcendent throughout America at that time. Yeah. As, except for the East Coast, because like they really weren't messing with it in New York, but everybody was on that wave. Like they were selling out shows in Omaha back then. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I definitely can see that. But I don't know I wonder one one, I wonder what was before that. Was uh it was a scary movie. What? But yeah, black director, a scary movie, oh Keenan Howard Wayne's. Oh that was the highest grossing movie by a black director. That's rough right it is. But this will not last long because F. Gary Gray is directing Fast and the Furious Eight next year. So that is going to blow this <laughs> NWA out of the water when That's it comes to sales. That's true. Please believe that. So this won't last long, but big shouts out to F. Gary Gray, NWA Cube, and all them for putting that motherfucker together. That shit was hard. I need that D- that uh D V D for Christmas too. I don't believe you still watch DVDs. Blu-ray. Yeah. Um, what is this most controversial album called? What is this shit? So XXL, they released a list of the most controversial controversial album covers ever. Okay. Right. For sure. When that when that pops up to you, what's what's the number one? First thing I the Mercedes obvious first thing. Well, is it nah, Mercedes rear end? Nah, it'd be the two live crew joint with the with the gals in the front with the with that the ain't your generation though. You ain't see no, that. No, it's not my generation. You didn't see that till you were like twenty one. But it pops out in my head as the most controversial. Because <laughs> you just see they were some 21. bad motherfuckers <laughs> pulling that shit off. Luke a beast. Whatever whenever that was, they ain't give a Luke fuck. Need, if Luke need to run against Kanye for president. For the Democratic nominee Then I'll move In 2020 You you would move if they ran But you've been here Through the Bush administration Yes That's amazing I was too young to move then Jesus I can dip now I know Christ. what's going on now I'm woke now Wow <laughs> you, you, ain't, you ain't woke If them niggas you moving for <laughs> I promise you you I'm sleep. woke now I'm dipping No uh, I would say that Mercedes rear end Is bam <laughs> And then probably Down South Hustlers Is number two Mercedes rear end yeah, I had, That was it That Mercedes rear end And that Down South Hustlers Is my main two That little B I'm gay I, I don't even know What that look like Nor <laughs> do I I don't even want to know Pause That's most controversial I don't even know What that's t- I don't even know What that looks like <laughs> I've never seen The album cover I promise you missing out. You need to listen to it. No, All right. Um, no. Man, last thing before we hit this music break. Uh, title. Man, they trying, man. I promise they are. Uh, title is trying to keep afloat. up. You keeping them afloat. You the last nigga on that boat. Man, I've been on Apple Music, my nigga. You flying that flag. Title flying trying to keep up. They got some new shit. They got, new, they got two new TV series exclusively on title. One comedy series. Uh, hosted by your boy uh, Cypher Sounds from Hot 97 oh my God. It's called No Small Talk It's going to have emerging comedians on there And the second show is the popular YouTube show Money and Violence Season 2 will be exclusively on title No it won't I mean eventually it'll get leaked But exactly, you know how that goes exactly. It'll be exclusively on title for a short time only This this is this is title's shortcoming and downfall Trying to like the exclusive kind of like Everybody's going to see it like you wouldn't put it out there if everybody wasn't gonna see it. Do people not signing up to title for this shit? People like money not, and violence. Not shitting on their shows or anything of that nature, but titles marketing like they rollouts are awful, dude. Like no one cares that this is exclusively on title because you know the next day you can see it somewhere. Like I can see it somewhere literally the next day on YouTube or any stream, like easily. I don't have to pay title twenty dollars a month for this. First and they trying to act like it's a big deal. 
I don't know if it's a big deal or if they're acting like it's a big deal, but it's a big move, though. Like it's a big deal, strong. No, it's a, it's a big move because it's giving. I just like it's that it's giving opportunities for people to have their own shows. Like, like Money and Violence started on YouTube. And like word of mouth got that shit cracking, so like I I can respect it. It's like kind of like a wire, like a New York wire, from what I've been told. I, I it's not. I, I mean, I ain't even taking them into consideration. I'm just speaking of, of title and how they try to paint it as exclusive when they know in in this it's not exclusive. Like, come on. That mean, but I mean, my nigga, everybody paints shit as exclusive, dog. No, they don't. Are you gonna go on a rant about Netflix too? Because they have exclusive shit too. Did you know that? Are you going to go on a rant about HBO? Because they, they have exclusive shit, too. But did you know they don't roll? They can also be seen five minutes right. after it but airs online. Exactly why they're bigger companies. So what is your purpose? Roll. Exactly why they're <laughs> profiting companies and titles not, and they don't do the rollouts like this, making the exclusive content a big deal. They don't? No, they Netflix don't. doesn't make Orange is the New Black exclusive content a big deal? No. Ah, okay. Because they know you ain't got to sign up for that shit to get it. <laughs> they make everything else a big deal on there that you ain't got to sign. Like, nah, you know that. Come on. They don't make that shit a big deal. That's crazy. I hear it's about not that a house rollout. of cards. It's not a rollout, though. Dude. You speaking of specific shows, they speaking of this because it's exclusive. Like, this, just, it. this just came out today, dude. I'm the first episode came out today. How is this a rollout? The comedy I'm show started about today. The press release. No, the press. They've been talking about this. You saying the first time you've read about this today? This week. The first time you've read about this is today. This week. And you're telling me that that's good <laughs> then. So now it comes on today and you first. To, come on, bro. Move on. Move on. Apple Music, dude. It don't Move matter. On, man. Like, hey, man. So look. We doing 90s versus 2000s coming up after this music break. We have. It's a lot of new projects out right now, man. Lloyd Banks got a new one. Yo, boy. And he came out and recently said what, man? And he's going to stay away from the uh, punchline rap? Banks said he wants to move away from the punchline rap. He wants to make more meaningful music. Is that right? I want to hear more meaningful music. I want to hear what that sounds like from Lloyd Banks. We're going to play a new joint off of his uh, project, and we're going to see how meaningful it is to us. Money making, make a move, I'll be making two. Kept on knocking, now I'm breaking through. Seen a snake in you, hundred blocks away. If I should straight, put my number away. Pray to God I live another day. Might not go that far, maybe give a take. I guess you gotta wait. Still in, I'm getting at it. Should I feel it? If I could think it, I should have it. You mad? I guess you gotta wait. Do nothing matter but dollar weight. Music been loose, and all my screws, both so rock and loose. Hunger questioning got me confused, especially when dudes specialize in abuse. Told myself I never relapse, now I'm jeopardizing that truth. Been done, grew up out of that box, where well, I recognize for that proof. At least we made it, huh? Fuck that, I don't feel appreciated. Easy living don't exist, internal shit increase these payments. The street nightclub in home, I held it down on all three stages. Fuck these blogs and gossip pages, take them back. Who won't be famous? Violate, try that here, I get you clip with evil dollars, make your new name sleep. Be hollow, nigga, 3D TV horror Murdered all this, keep me calm Oh, father, please let us get in Isolate me from these suckers Money leaks is weak Oh, friends, kiss the ass in my pants Hadn't been through hell before Ain't going back there again Got an army gone from war Another half in the pen Ain't got no combo for no hoe Ain't never had to pretend For living lavish we sin You make a move, I'll be making two Kept on knocking, now I'm breaking through Seen a snake in you Hundred blocks away if I should straight Put my mama away Banks. Dollar weight How meaningful was that? Um, it wasn't no slog I like the flow I see where he's trying to change his style I, yeah. mean, I ain't mad I mean, I I think he need to keep on like just doing more songs in that lane. Just keep on working at it. He'll get it. The whole tape sound like that, man. That's the Halloween Havoc two. 
Yeah. For those uh, <laughs> looking yeah, for some new Lloyd you know, Banks. I, like, because Lloyd Banks can rap, though. He you know can. So he, I, if he keep on focusing his, in, focusing his energy on Ned Lark, I, I get what he's trying to do. I ain't mad at Can you understand what he's saying, though? Rarely. Yeah, I, okay. I thought I was the only one. Nah. Because I mean, he'd just be like, it'd be like muffled. It'd be muffled. Uh, Lloyd Banks can rap, though. But I, hey. Is that the same misunderstanding as Future and Young Thug? Was it a different misunderstanding? Nah, he just his just shit just ain't clear. Like some people have a clear. Yeah, delivery. always been like that too, though. That's crazy. Has it? Yeah. To me, it's always been like with Lloyd Banks, you miss something. Like you know, you, I can you, see that. You, like it's real low. But yeah, man, y'all check out that Halloween Havoc, man. Lloyd Banks in 2015 putting out music. All right, all right. It's the On Deck TV podcast, and some kid named Vince Staples is starting an uproar. The 2000s decade of rap, which would, would you consider that 2000 to 2010? 2000 and up, buddy. Up. That's what you would consider. Yeah, that's what we're going. I consider 2010 past as a new generation. Uh, well, okay. Yeah, yeah. You know what? Right, you're right. You're right. The 2010s are somehow totally yeah, different. Yeah, because I don't consider, you're right. I don't consider Fetty Wap in the same class as T.I. You're right. Jay-Z. You know so we're going to keep it 2000 to 2010. 2010, yeah. So we touched on this briefly last week. Yeah, I remember Vince Staple, 22-year-old MC out of Long Beach. Mm-hmm. He said that the 90s were overrated and the 2000s are slept on and mm-hmm. are a better era in rap than the 90s. Other rappers had a lot to say about Well, some other rappers, Nori, he had some things to say about this. Yeah, Noriega came. Came out and I mean he didn't even really just throw no shots at young Staples, but Staples did not take what he said kindly, and they had a little bit of a back and forth. They ended up squashing it. Uh, Vince Staples tweeted that he was on the phone with Nori, chopping it up, talking about shit. So that's good though. I'm glad yeah. cause Nori old and then no need to go back and forth with these young niggas like that. Man, relax. He he's got a point. Plus Nori will shoot. Listen you. to him and Nori will fuck. Vince Staples, I ain't knocking Vince Staples, but Lord will shoot you. <laughs> he don't give a fuck. Vince Smith, Document. Vince Carter, yeah. Vince, it doesn't matter. Man, Vince Nori McMahon, will shoot. it don't matter. <laughs> Getting popped. Nori Quick. play no games. He'll ask, uh, you about, he'll ask you about it later. <laughs> so, we'll talk about it after that. Uh, but no, nah, that sparked up a good conversation, man. We got a lot of feedback on Facebook. We got a lot of feedback. Just talking to people in general. Yeah, everywhere, a, a lot of places I've been, people have been talking about this. And it, it, it's an interesting way to go about a conversation with rap because the 90s is, so it started in the 80s. We would consider that right. That's, that was the foundation. And the 90s was like, yeah, popular. okay, we're buying in. There were big budget videos yep. and everything was a certain way. And there were A&Rs and there was no internet. Yep. Is that good or is that bad? I mean, it, it depends on where you were. If you were Vince Staples and you were five years old. Okay, no, no. Okay, <laughs> let, let, let's give our personal preference. Oh, okay, now. okay. At you, good or bad? I mean, it's good. I like both eras, but I'd have to lean toward the '90s simply. But but I'm biased though, that's because that's when I See, discovered it. I thought I was too. I thought I was biased, and I thought I would be able to say the '90s. But I gotta lean with Vince Staples, and I gotta lean with the 2000 kid type. Rap. Not, I ain't gonna say kid, but the younger generation. Like, cause I feel like that the 2000s. They really capitalized. Like, they like the LeBrons and the Steph Currys and the stuff. And they're like, yeah, Mike and them was cold and they did their things. But, like, do you see what Steph is doing? 
No look passes that look all crazy. He dribbling niggas out their shoes. He hitting threes from like soon as he come over the half point line. <laughs> and I say all that to say like rappers are able to do new things now as far as from 2000 to 2010 where like you had a rapper like or rappers that put their whole section on like the Houston rappers. Right. Like when it was outcast in the 90s, it was outcast and it was Dungeon Family. Beyond that, what else was in that line? But that's the thing, and that's that's why people don't like the two thousands. Because did you need the whole Houston on? How much of that did you listen to? But no, nah, how much of it did you listen to though? I didn't need Honestly. it. You're right. I didn't need it. But the that's fact, but the fact <laughs> that hip hop had expanded to the point in the two thousands where it made it to mainstream. You got Tom Cruise and doing the Young Jock on couches at Oprah. Like it made it to the mainstream, and that's the the reason. That it's even where it is today. Like that's the reason the internet is so important to put it because what happened in the two thousands, like people really start paying attention to rap. You got people walking around with grills that would never have grills. So yeah, you I'm were saying, listening to Young Jock, is that what you're telling me? It's not about the listening to, we're talking about the impact of the cultures in these generations. I don't think he was talking about the impact. I thought he was talking about the quality of music. Nah, he's talking about the impact and the quality of music. And it stands for both, though. The quality of music ain't bad. You got classic albums in the two. Like, you didn't have a 50 Cent in the, in the, in the uh, 90s. And you didn't have a pocket in the 2000s, so what's your point? You could do that back and forth right, all but I'm day, saying, dude. But you have more <laughs> of those in the 2000s than you do in the 90s. You gonna give me Pac and you gonna give me Big, then who else you gonna give me? Jay, Nas, Jay, Q. Jay goes in the two thousands, buddy. Reasonable doubt. Okay, that's one album. The rest of that's his, enough. <laughs> no, no, no. But it's, but that's not the point. Of what Kingdom you just Come said. was in the two thousands, two thousands. Right, but the point of what you just said, if you are gonna say Jay and you are gonna say Big and you are gonna talk about their legacies, Jay legacy wasn't set in the nineties. People didn't like Reasonable Doubt. It wasn't until the two thousands that they went back and respected that type of. It was that ahead of his time. Okay, that's good to say. But still, you have to mention Jay in the 2000s. Like, when you're talking about the 90s, you're talking about Wu-Tang. You're talking about Big. You're talking about Nas. Nas solidified himself. Snoop? Yeah. Dre? Yeah. Uh, I don't know Scarface, people. UGK, right. A-Ball, MJG. Scarface got a classic album in the 2000s. He got a classic in the 90s, don't he? And I'm not even a Scarface fan. A Scarface. I'm asking. Uh, uh, Mr. Untouchable, yeah. But he got one in EZK, so he really counts each other out. But then you got Kanye Where your Kanye West of the 90's at That can't happen because it was such a stigma Of what rap had to be 2000 opened the doors It wasn't no Nellies in the 90's Thank God Selling 10 million records though Like you don't like it but 10 million people did Puff sold 10 million though Bone sold 10 million though What are you saying? What do you mean? What, you don't understand the <laughs> they point open, They didn't yeah, open doors? groups Like Puff did that because <laughs> Big had died you, Like you understand what to capitalize off him Nelly was fresh Puff had been around for years to sell them 10 million records. That was his first album, though, dude. Break. <laughs> Come on, man. I, you you going to Joe Buttons me, dude? That was his like, first you, album. You finna sit in here and Is this nigga retarded? <laughs> Yo! His, are you retarded? That was his first album, dude. You didn't know Puff Daddy before the album? He didn't rap, bro. Oh, my God. Dude, don't play me like I'm some third <laughs> world rap, country. Dude. dude, don't play me like I'm some <laughs> third world country chick, dude. Are you retarded? <laughs> he didn't rap. Come on. Nobody knew Puff before his first album. Okay, we're going to ride with that. Okay, let's ride with that. No one knew who Puff was before he sold 10 million listeners. Y'all make sure y'all comment on that. All right? Rap. He didn't rap. We, we don't know where Puff came from. He's equivalent to Nelly in his first album selling 10. Because I heard of Nelly just like I heard of Puff. They were the same person before they dropped their first Tough. album. 
before they drop their first album. Musically. Get out of here. Nelly's album so is what not I'm a classic. Saying is Stop bringing that 2000s, up. 2000, I didn't say it was a classic, but it sold 10 million records. That means people were buying records, dude. You know why? Because it was out there. Hip-hop was the cool thing. In the 90s, it was a thing on the back burns. In the 90s, it was, I don't even know if we want y'all at the Grammys to... I want you on Oprah. I want you playing at the Super Bowl. I want you performing at halftime and things of that nature. Like, that's what it took it to in the 2000s. I feel like it was a bigger level. I don't think anybody would debate that it was a bigger level in two. I mean, in So I feel like that's, the what, that's what made it better. Mm, uh, it was more... Because um, rap is more than lyrics. Just because the door opened people, up and let a lot of people in. People tend to quote lyrics as the winning debate in this argument, and I don't think lyrics is the winning debate in this argument. Nah, it's a little bit of everything. It's Do, not just those lyrics. things were there in the nineties. Did you see Snoop on Oprah? I mean, I wasn't. Did you see Drake? See, I don't really, I don't really care about. But that, you though. talking about those people that sold ten million records? Like, who did you say sold ten million records? Bone sold 90s? ten million. Puff sold were they 10 on million. Oprah? I don't really care if they. Nobody's it's on not, Oprah. No, no, though. no. It's not that you don't <laughs> care or not. I'm saying the impact of the nineties versus the two thousand. Obviously, the impact is going to be greater because the, Which the makes culture it grew better, right? No, I'm talking about quality. I, I don't. Dude, the, the impact is going to be bigger. The the NBA is more bigger. Music, but it, now that the, LeBron is there, than Jordan is more people have internet. More people have it's just access, dude. I don't really that doesn't really people as the times grow and technology gets bigger. People have more access to shit. That doesn't really have anything to do with the time period. It is. It's just technology and music and stuff catching up to it. It doesn't really have shit to do with if that was if that make Outcast album better than Clips because they came out in the, the technology and shit makes that fast forward. So the sales, I don't really care about. I'm gonna be honest. Not even the sales thing at all. The whole if who's on Oprah's couch, I don't really care about that either. It ain't, it ain't a who's on Oprah's couch thing either. It's that the music expanded to that point. Like you can you can find more so what you're listening to. I mean, looking for. And like you can if, say that niggas opened the doors for that. So in the nineties, like Rap City was full of what? Like when you looked at Rap City, it wasn't nothing but New York stuff. Correct. Oh, uh, in the nineties, yeah, probably so. Yeah. So, it was a bigger exposure for things to be heard and people realized that they liked those other things and I feel like it just gave hip hop a bigger name. Exposure way, like what, like Franchise Boys? Like D4L? Like Soldier Boy? I mean, do you not consider that hip hop or a phase? Not it's just whack though. I mean, you think Wu Tang is whack as well, right? No, I don't like Wu Tang, but they can rap though. I never say they can't rap. I just don't like the music. It's not what I'm into. You've never listened to a Wu Tang album? Yeah, hell. Oh, I'm asking. Yeah, tough. I but I mean, to I consider, forever. but it's the same thing though. It's the same thing. Like Wu Tang thing was the hard '90s thing. Then D4 with that snap thing and the Atlanta dancing thing. That was the thing. Then nah, everybody too, don't nah. have to be a fan of it. Just like when Wu Tang came on Rap City, I turned the channel. If D4L came on Rap City, I turned the channel. But in both cases, you understand what it is. And in both cases, well, you think Wu Tang was a phase? I, nah, I'm not saying it was a phase. I'm saying, D4L I'm was saying a it's phase. the same thing. No, it's not, I mean, but. <laughs> At that point in time, it was just as relevant as what Wu Tang was. Well, yeah, if that's what you call in the phase, then Wu Tang was a phase. Like, ain't no Wu Tang right now. Just like it ain't no D4L right now. That Wu Tang has a bigger impact than D4L. Has I'm not ever arguing that they didn't have a bigger oh, okay. impact, but the point and period of time, groups like D4L were able to exist because of how big hip hop was. Because of ringtones. That's what they were able I don't to do. Fuck what it was for. I'm just saying. So At if you're into point, ringtone rap, then you'll love the 2000s. 
if mean, that's what you into. I mean, if you want to quantify just as ringtone rap and be that small minded, that's cool. A lot but of it's it bigger than that because a lot of more doors were open in two thousands than the nineties, and the quality of music was a lot better because it was a lot more variety to pick from, in my opinion. Nah, I think I think see that's the thing. It was a lot of quantity over quality because the floodgates opened I mean, up when the internet you, opened up. That's if you're trying to listen to everything. If you know what you want and you're looking for it, then you're gonna find it. Like I, I don't have to listen to D for to know that's bad. Yeah, but it's on you the radio yourself, and on TV though. That's the thing. I mean, that's the but problem. I don't listen to the radio, nor do I watch videos. I'm talking like you said. We talking about the quality of the music. I'm not going for quality of music when I'm looking at those things, right? Uh, I would hope so. No, because I'm not. I know quality. Because on the radio I, and I on TV in the '90s, right and she was banging. That's the difference. Because that's what sold then. Because the rest of the stuff went there. Thank you. There was no ringtone rap. That's what I'm saying. Ring you don't have rap that didn't kill hip hop though. I didn't it say gave it killed it. I said it was some slow. I mean, it could be unless you like Huey. You like Huey? You remember I don't that even shit? Know who that is. Exactly. And That's my point. It. Here, to, point? here today, gone tomorrow. You know Wu Tang. You don't remember Huey, but Huey had the biggest ringtone bullshit around 0405, and that shit was here today, gone tomorrow. No lasting power. Nobody gave a shit. Who listens to Tipsy anymore, dude? No fucking body. It was a bullshit ringtone song. You had a hundred and fifty of those type of dudes in the two thousands. That's Wait, all I'm saying. You so still had Ti. So you're saying so you're saying that those people took away from it. Because people were listening to it. Yeah, because it crowded down, it. It crowded it. But that don't mean that the people that were good weren't just as good as the people in the 90s. Like, you don't have an equivalent of Jeezy or Yo Gotti or people that are speaking to a whole genre of people like that in the 90s. It's just not there. So, yeah, you got your Hueys and you got it your D4Ls. And for people who want to do that, that's classic shit to them. Like, it's people that still go crazy and do that snap shit that you would never be into in the clubs when they play. I've been in the club, seen Fabo and D4L shit come on, and they go crazy. Yeah, but like, you don't like it's that. It's 17 that's people cool. that go crazy for it Why in not? Atlanta. Not, I mean, see, you can't shit on them and say it's 17 I'm people. I'm not shitting on them. I'm I mean, just keeping it real. It's like 2015. You like shit the other people don't like. So what I'm saying is you can't just diminish it, the impact of it, just because you wasn't fucking with it. No, I'm saying. Because D4L do have an impact. Not now. Dude, That's the same saying. impact that Wu Tang got right now. They're 30 years removed, dude. Okay, they 10, 15. <laughs> D4L, like 9, 15, 19 years removed. No, dude. they're about 10. Okay, enough years <laughs> removed where you care. Who cares about them? Just like you, who cares about Wu Tang? I mean, so I don't feel like that's a proper context of putting it there, in there like it. Man, we got some good ass feedback from Facebook. We got some good ass voice memos. Uh, man, I'm gonna play a voice memo real quick. Shout out Derb 100. His little brother, man. His little brother. I think he said 22, 23, 24. I said, bro, I got to get his opinion on what he preferred, man. 90s or 2000s, and I think his answer might surprise y'all. I would choose 90s. I feel like the 90s rap had more substance. You had better artists. You had the better delivery. I mean, you look at it in the 90s, you had four or five different artists that could arguably say they were the best at that time. Like, you had Tupac, you had Biggie, you had Snoop. Like, you had substance. They gave you words. They gave you lyrics. They gave you things that you can listen to, sit sit down to, and deep thought and think about. With this 2000s rap, like, I feel like a lot of it is just based off of a, can, what can I sell? Can I make money? Can I go on tour? Like, it's not a lot of substance in the rap. It's more of, can I sustain amount 
sustain things so I can get money, so I can go on tours. Everything's about let's turn up, let's do this. Everybody's saying the same thing. Everything's so diluted. In the 90s, you had, you had variety. Like, you had different things, different people talking about different things, different ways. It was analyzed completely different. I mean, don't get me wrong, 2000s reps has its has its people. You know, you have Wayne, you have people like that who are different, who do things differently. But for the most part, everybody's just playing follow the leader. 2000s reps have a few people that are make you feel like the 90s, such as Kendrick and, you know, J. Cole, who make you think, who make you sit there and you listen to their album and you have to think about what they really say. You have to dissect the music, you know. But for the most part, 90s rap takes the toll over 2000s raps any day. Man, shout out to young boy Z, man. Follow him on Instagram, Z be with it. What you thought about that, man? That surprised me. I'm going to be 100. Shout out to Z. What you say is Instagram was Z be with it? Yes, sir. Please go follow him. He support the show on Decker over there. Um, Did surprise me him being 22 years old. Um, I, I understand him. what he's saying. For sure. Most definitely. Uh, my thing I would say about the 2000s though That stuff was on the radio and stuff But like I stand to and attest by You could find whatever you were looking for in that period Therefore it made it better for me Like that's the issue with that though Like if you take a really good ass cup of lemonade And you keep pouring water in it And you keep pouring water in it I'm talking about a perfectly good ass cup And you keep pouring water in it It's going to dilute it It's going to water it down It's going to taste like shit now, when you open the floodgates, and you may have a T.I. or you may have a Nelly if that's your preference, but you keep opening up the floodgates and pouring water into your perfectly good lemonade, it's going to turn it into shit. But look, though, that's for, that's for people who got to worry about selling hip-hop to worry about. I don't care as a fan because I'm going to always be able to find what I'm looking for. And in the 90s, I couldn't find a Jeezy. I couldn't find a T.I. I couldn't find uh, Boosie and Webby. I couldn't find those. I, like, all I had was UGK or A-Ball and MJG or whatever Master P wanted to roll out there. So, like, yeah, it was a lot of stuff out there that you didn't want to hear, that I didn't want to hear, that probably nobody wanted to hear. But people had the opportunity to do so, and it made the music so much bigger and so much better. Like, people were quoting the videos of the 90s, and I get that. Yeah, the videos are cool. But how many rappers did you see in movies and shit besides just Pac? Like, now you see rappers with TV shows and all of that shit. And the shit come from how big it got in the 90s. Like, those ringtones helped it get there. So, like, even though you don't want to hear it riding around, that's cool. Nobody does. But people like Bob in the elevator thinks it's cool as fuck for his black person that works with him to know he got that song on his ringtone. And that make rap better. It make the whole thing better because people are more accepting of the coach. Man, big and shout that's out. what the 2000s did. Big shout out Brandon Hogan, man, on Facebook. He had a good point. So he came out, he said, look, man, you have to look at it like Jordans. They started in the 80s and are still relevant today as retros. It's about what is in demand and what holds staying power. For example, no way that Kanye excels in the 90s. It doesn't take away from him as an artist, but he would have been before his time, and I doubt it would have been accepted. Jay-Z, on the other hand, was before his time with his first album, and it went over the average person's head, but he still transcended the time and evolved in the 2000s, leaving people wanting more. It's got retro effect. We talked about that. We said that Jay was before his time. If you put Kanye in the 90s, does he work? The exact same person. Does it? 
does that work in the nineties? Do people still relate to it like how they did when he came well, out in 05? The, the Kanye West? Yes. Him as a person, him as a style, him as an everything. As a beat maker, I believe so, yes. And then he gonna get, get the I same. I agree with that though. Beats he would have been on. So he gonna get the same opportunity as a beat. Like it's, it it would eventually evolve into the same thing. Cause he's so brash as a person, his his attitude and he arrogant. So I don't agree with that. I, I think the Kanye West could have existed in the nineties. It wouldn't have been presented as backpack rap. It would have been presented on some tribe called Quest Q tip type shit. Well, he wouldn't have been Kanye though. He, he would have been Tribe Called Quest. I mean, he would have been Kanye West still. Like they wouldn't have changed his name. It would have been Kanye, Kanye today West. though. It, he I mean, wouldn't have been that level. It would have been the same backpack rap though. That's the same thing. Nah, shout not, out to Daniel Morgan. Not platinum though. Not that level uh, Shout out to Daniel Morgan People will be listening to Pac, Big, J, Nas album for years Hold on the phone What's going on dude? People will be listening to Pac, Big, J, Nas album for years The Massacre is great Who will be putting it on 20 years from now Most of the albums you mentioned are great I mentioned some beforehand But only a few are timeless You won't see 20 year anniversary releases of On any 04 to 05 albums <laughs> I disagree with that. Now that's funny. Because <laughs> Jeezy just had one for TM 101. That wasn't 20, though, but go ahead. It's 10. He going to have a 20, I guarantee <laughs> And I just, like I say, if you went to it, those people do celebrate those albums. They come out with, like, the release, the re-releases of it and shit like that. I feel them, though. Um, we got another one. We got another voice uh, memo from DJ Money Green. That's right. Yep. Shout out Money Green, man. Let's see what he, how old is Money Green? He, see, Money Green is he was is born he 90s, in the 90s, 80s too. He a 90s okay. like he was born in the 90s, similar to Vince Staples age. I want to say between 22 and 24. So let's see what he got. See to what say. he said. I'd have to go with the 90s, man. Only reason I say that is because the artists that was in the 90s, man, them lyrics that they was bringing to the table was woo, crazy. Not saying you know the people like the Waynes, the you know the the people at that time that was doing it in the 2000s didn't bring it but i mean the 90s you had you know people like big Pac. i mean jay even was you know 96 that's when he was really you know coming out popping and shit like that but um i mean the 90s it was just the lyrics was there i mean more fun was in the 2000s which is cool for the clubs and things like that and it turned more of into the music business business aspect as far as money goes um but the 90s if we're if we're talking about lyrics alone yeah, we're, we got to go with the 90s, man. We got to go with the 90s. Hey, man, that's funny. That comment sounds eerily like the one before. He said a lot of that 2000s was business-minded, which, of course, goes to your theory of making it bigger, which doesn't necessarily make it better. But it was definitely bigger, and it was about that dollar. And you can kind of tell. I mean, like a lot of CEOs turned turned rappers. Like people like Rock on them, they weren't really rappers. There was the money behind shit. Like Shorty Lowe wasn't a rapper. He was mm -hmm. the money behind it. And you can, but you know what? They got that from the 90s. They got it from P. They got it from P. They got it from Baby. They got it from Puff. They got it from Puff. So, yeah, you know, it go hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. You know what I'm saying? And that's why, like, let me ask you this. When, well, what, hold on, hold on. Before you ask me that to add to what you just said. For sure. I got, shout out Black. Uh, black faithful on deck or listen to the show it's not debatable he says ice cube the rise and domination of the west coast big the rock dmx ugk ball and g no limit cash money rap a lot countless others the name he's speaking towards the 90s right for sure i would say that and to go with what you were just about to say 
it was more so about the label. Like Puff could roll out Black Rob or G Dup, and just because it had Bad Boy on there, you was fucking with it. Yeah. P could do that, you know, because you got a book. Do it for you sure. have a book full of CDs with that shit there. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like it was more about the label and more about what team you were on in the 90s, too. It really, I ain't going to say you didn't have to be talented at all. But for somebody to even get to the late, to get to for for me to puff to roll me out, for puff to have the Big Mac thing right there, well, that was the '90s. But anyway, for puff to roll me out, or for somebody to roll me out like in 2000s, they didn't have to do that. They just went to the internet, Soldier Boy. Oh they God. did their thing, <laughs> and they were able to expand upon the whole genre. Like it made it, like you said, it put a lot of it out there, a lot of shit we didn't need, but it also got a lot of good shit discovered too because they didn't have to be. Fitting in the realm of what P wanted, or it didn't have to be what Puff wanted, it didn't have to be what Baby wanted. It could be what they wanted to be, and I think that opened the door for a lot more creativity. I de- and I definitely agree with that. Um, uh, again, man, just because it was bigger don't mean it's better. Have you seen what Precious look like, dude? That doesn't mean just I don't because even know it's who bigger, that is. it's fucking better. That's all I'm saying. I don't even know who that is. But I will say this though, just to kind of put a little bit of a bow on it. Um. No, that's what I was going to ask comment, you. Though. Hold on, that's comment. what I was going to ask you before you cut me off. Listen, if you asking you back in the day when you came up, you came mm-hmm. up on nineties music heavy. Mm-hmm. If somebody asked you what's better, the nineties or the eighties, what would you have said? I ain't listened to rap in the eighties. I don't. I had no idea. Like I don't. So I, did like, you ever go back? No, I had no reason to. Because so why would Vince Staples go back and listen to the nineties? Because that was the golden era. So, so he's pro, been so proclaimed. Like the eighties, it wasn't the. It, Give me name a rapper from the eighties. LL Rakim. Come on, what? <laughs> you saying they whack? <laughs> I'm saying it wasn't the eighties. It was like nine. That was. I'm just saying. I, it I'm the eighties though. I'm not listening to that shit either. I'm asking. No, I'm just no. Like, I've listened to Rakim. I'm listening. I've listened to Rakim. That's the nineties. Yeah, 90s. so I. I don't know. Like I'm, I'm not listening to Sugar Hill Gang, and I'm not listening to. <laughs> uh, you listen to LL? Nah. No Early LL NW, Early NW No Cause I can't relate to like my radio Like I, I don't Especially <laughs> when I was like 13 and 14 Like that shit They will they, Like they used to do that syllable Da 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 Like I don't wanna hear that shit <laughs> I wouldn't wanna hear it because we like P was what it was And it was more about reality music And I don't think the reality music Didn't stop happening in the 2000s That's why I think it don't It wasn't a bad era oh, Like shit. you just had to find it You, you had more of that White going in my white t shit, but like the other shit was out there. The other shit was there if you wanted it. Like you could find that shit. Like I was looking for that. I'm serious when it, when it came out from Ti. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I bought that Young Dro. I'm best thing smoking because I was looking for that that gangster music boosting way. But like the shit was there in the 2000s if you wanted it. Man, you just went over three right there because you don't know nothing <laughs> about them. <laughs> Oh uh, shit You said we had another comment Yeah we got another comment Shout out my homie Big Donk man He got something to say too I, I figured he'd be leaning heavy Towards the 2000s But I'm not sure So let's check his comment out And see Although I do love 90s era music You know the old No Limit Old Cash Money Death Row Bigger era Probably had better music Then who's to say but I have to go with the 2000, only because my age difference and I was grown in the 2000. And music is about feeling. 
You know, I was living the music in the 2000s. It just had a more impactful and more impact over me in the 2000s than it did in the 90s. So that's why I have to go with the 2000s. Now, see, he gave it from the perspective of his own self. No, and what and what meant more to him at the time? That's a great point. That's For a sure. great point. That I think that we didn't get to elaborate on. In the nineties, like you twelve, thirteen, you listening to that stuff, and it sounds good to you sonically, right? The right. beat, everything, right? You may understand some of it, exactly. But now you go back and listen to that shit, and you like, damn, oh. <laughs> I know what he meant now, right? You know what I'm saying? So that that's a big impact. That's a great point by. I don't so appreciate that uh, message for you, sir. Absolutely, man. Look, this is what we're gonna do, man. Before we're gonna take a quick music break. Vado, yo boy. Who? Who is Vado? Who is who is Vado? We dude? the best music who group is, artist. Who Vado. Is, who is Az featuring Az? A Z. Vado featuring Az. <laughs> okay. Vado has a new tape out, man. He got a song featuring Az, which of course is a '90s rapper, man. A lot of people said he was right on the same level as Nas. That's J Boy. Yes, this J. J ride around listening to that Az. Pause. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man. But y'all check this one out, man. It's called the Jooks. As the sunrise, I wake in my apartment. Think how many banks I could take out a hundred larger. For my day get started, I walk in the closet, pop a tag, grab a garbage bag to split my cigars in. F's in the carpet, go with my Fendi garment. Watching Game Time, who had 50 that was hauling. Throwing gang signs, getting busy at the garden. Shorty FaceTime, real pretty, and she dark skin. Said they lost a margin, a big cut. Caught slime at the pickup. Wonder why he ain't pick up. They found five in this pickup. Where you at? Let's get up. Need to know where that coke go. It was it the boys with some niggas we both know I'm like oh no low six in the fofo grab me the 12 gauge hit it right in the low coat they lodo at a loft in Soho tell them we want it back pay double the soap nah I ain't with that we could rap when I get back gather the click clacks call on who to go kidnap snatch a six pack get low and just sit back we never panic we got mechanics to fix that this that real shit gotta let niggas kill shit make them feel it let them know that it's still lit Designer laced in pretty Porsches and I8s. The city's nurses, they see the fortunes as high stakes. Annihilate, violation, they out of place. Accommodate, take whatever out of the safe. It's the game, no, back and forth the same old. Fin fold, we at the end of the rainbow. Say it ain't so, not a talk of my fame show. I've been about us as British walkers and kangos. In the veins roll, holler back when I change clothes. So we can creep on the streets and let these lames know. So that's the angle, I'm trying time with cables. Make them lie on the table, then put the eye in this navel. What's the time they gave you? We at the dino on maple. No, my slimes is able, a bunch of lines and bangles. Tired of searching, ride round conversion. On my mind's the urges to see slime in person. I can't wait. What's the plan A? Let's go with plan A. Meet up on game day. Headshot soon as we handshake. It's simple. Play like you cripple wearing the trench coat. See me talking, speed up the walk, and then let the fifth go. Keep it moving, pass off the tool, and that's when you get ghosts. Start maneuvering later, we cooling and have a big toast. Yo, it's the lifestyle, just follow lead. So take it off a your ring, Apollo Creed. It's about survival, you lift the rifle, you gotta squeeze. On the Bible, could win the title if you got a team. Now I mean, Vado. Take it off a dying your ring like Apollo Creed. <clears throat> Look at Vado, man. Vado got them beats, though. It's crazy. Vado does have them beats. Who giving them them beats, man? You posed that question, and that was a very good question. Somebody, he need to share them with other people who are actually going to put out albums. <laughs> then he would be serving a 
great purpose in hip hop other than that. Now that's funny. That kind of reminiscent of the nineties rap. They was telling a little story about a little heist they was pulling off on a nigga whatnot. If y'all caught that, a solid little track though from that new Vado. I fell asleep doing that. I'm sorry. Yeah, because you was waiting on the snap to come in. I didn't know who Ass was. <laughs> ass was on the shout out to Ass man. Not, not shout out to him. Shout out to Ass. Uh, Can we pause that? Maybe. No, because if we're Shit. shouting out to Ass. It's- <laughs> Uh, hey man, this quarter of the week is fucking. This is outrageous. <laughs> Hold on, my uncle, man, my uncle getting out of control, man. <laughs> Every week, uncle, I gotta redress this, bro. Like, come on, uncle. Hey man, God. P was on thisis50.com. We've missed P three, four weeks in a row. This is a record, like outrageously though. Like, no, unk, he's telling on, a story unk. about the time that he played Michael Jordan. In basketball, Come y'all on. please pay attention to this. My son was playing at his camp, and so he was, man, take them shoes. You can't wear them people on the shoes, and he needs to have one joy. So Rome hit me up, but that is he tripping. Woo, woo, woo. So I flew down there, flew down there to the game. So the next day, you know, at the game, I'm like, man, he ain't about to take no shoes off. Mm. You know, and they had they had like a little, they had like a little game. Mm. With all the pros play over them. So when it first got into a little trash talking about, oh, mm. uh, man, you ain't no, you ain't no baller. You know you break music. Work. I said, I make music and I play ball. Mm. And if you, y'all beat me, he ain't got, he can work, whatever. So it was like, let's do it. I had Gilbert Arena. I had Metal World Peace. They was all just getting out of college at the time. Metal World Peace, me, and the two other, two other colleges, they had all pros. Jordan had all pros with him at the team. So me, I'm playing, I'm like, I'm gonna go at Joe and hold to see what happened. Mm-hmm. First time to go to the basket, pow, I hit him. Then the guy who run the camp said, you okay, you okay, Jay, you okay? I said, yeah, you okay, he's safe from the streets, let's play. So come down to the last, well, he was doing, Joe was doing the thing, you know, he the king, that's what he do. But he was trying to get in my head, but I feel like I got in his head. You know what I'm saying? And we went at it, it was like a street, a real street game. And then at the end, we won. So you know me. I turned all the way up. <laughs> but it was cool though. I got like, ever since then we've been friends. Okay, so if y'all caught that, Romeo was at Jordan's basketball camp and he would not take off his P. Miller shoes to put on Jordan's. So they had to call P. P came out there, played him in five on five, whatever he ended up being. Okay, now hold on though. P, if y'all listen to this show, I'm the biggest no limit fan that has ever walked this earth. He my uncle. He might be my dad. I don't know. That's how serious it is. But when I tell you, and this is one nigga that I, if I ever met in real life, I'd probably have like the biggest fan moment with. I don't know anybody else even close. But listen to this story. It's not an ounce of me that believes one fucking second of this goddamn tall tale that he just told. The thing about it, though. Come on, Pete. And the thing about Shit. it, though. As relentless as Michael Jordan is, right now, today. <laughs> He'll give Pete like if they're going to twelve, I'm gonna give you twelve straight <laughs> buckets, <laughs> buckets. How much of that story was real though? Out of a hundred percent, I'm not even sure if they played. <laughs> I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be all the way for real with you at this point in time. I don't <laughs> know what Pete got going on. And think of when this was. This was this was like, late nineties. This is what I heard. He said this was when Artest was in high. It was in college. This, this is what I've been told. Okay. One. You cannot play basketball in Jordan's gym in any other shoe other than Jordan. That's crazy. P so maybe said, that part is right. 
P said he played in this P Millers. Now he said Romeo was playing in P Millers, and they he was ain't him doing to take it, it either. Off. They was telling him to take it off. Yes, and he had to. <laughs> like, like, like. That's when P came down and showed up I've, and showed out. I've heard three times three different stories where people said, like, like celebrities, like you going to hoop in Chicago with Jordan Jim. I got to deal with Adidas. Oh, I mean, that's cool. If you want to hoop in here, though, you got to throw on some J's, and you can buy some right out front. <laughs> I got them in all. The you know what I'm saying? So, like, that part I don't believe. I don't know. They don't know. Like, he had to take MP Miller's off. Especially, talk, I ain't even disrespecting the flow like that, really. <laughs> uh, and two, like, I, I could see, like, they might have played. Because P, is, it's Master P. Do Jordan know P, though? That's what I'm saying. He made it like they was friends and shit now. No, no, no. That's what he said. He Hell. said we're still good friends to this no, day. No, no. He said he hit him on the first drive. No, they ain't good friends. He might have did that. They ain't good friends. He hit him on the first drive? Bro. Jordan in 98, 99? How many friends Michael Jordan Fuck out of here, How dude? many friends Jordan got? Nigga, none. His new bitch. His, his little 20-year-old wife. That's his friend. Yeah, he got... He only fuck with his kids. It's one dude that worked for the Bobcats <laughs> has been his boy like for a long time. He bring me here. Patrick show. Ewan? Hell no. <laughs> Who? I, only, so I, I have to listen He don't even fuck with Tiger Woods no more. Nah, he don't fuck with Barkley. He fuck with Magic. Him and Magic still strong, though. Him really? and Magic recently took a photo together at Magic House. <sighs> I wonder what that convo was talking about. Man. Shit. I don't, I don't even want to know, actually. <laughs> I ain't going to lie. Some Illuminati shit. But look. P, my boy, uh, he was lying and Yeah, P, I don't know, bro. Like, he, like, <laughs> the embell- like, the embellishment is getting too real out here, like. Yeah, he been I'm, up too much on the road. I'm lately. expecting a project soon. Like, is there an album? Does he have a new show coming out? Like, what is it? A book? Oh, he got the reality show. Actually, you know what? That's what we need to pee. Like, no, we need the P movie. No, we need fuck. that P book first. I need the movie. We need that book first because the book is easier. Then you can sculpt the movie from that. I need that P book. Think if it was NWA Man, directed need, level. That I still need that fine. book though. I need Man. that P book. I need that no the no limit years. I need that. I need him to stop talking. I need about that, that I'm about it, and I need him to stop talking to TMZ or Whole Foods. Stop making up shit. P, you didn't dunk on Jordan. You did no more sign him and Don't do my uncle like that. He you didn't, didn't no say more. dunk. <laughs> he said he gave him one to the. And he said they won. Like, I know that didn't happen. <laughs> ain't no way. Not in 98, 99. Look, because Magic said, Magic said, Magic said at the Olympics during that documentary, he was like, dude, we won and Jordan wouldn't quit playing until they won. <laughs> this nigga was talking about cards. <laughs> like poker, dude. <laughs> like, you ain't even getting up to, like, Bring me a million more dollars in here, dude. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, no. if I'm losing, bring me a million more dollars in here. We finna keep this going till I walk out of here feeling satisfied. Jordan ain't taking no L from P. So, P wouldn't have never been able to live to tell that story because after that first W, he would have took like six L's. Tough. And Joe, he wouldn't have never said, well, I beat Joe in the ones, but that nigga like tore my mouth out like two more times, <laughs> man. Dude, so you're telling me you beat Jordan, but you couldn't make the Raptors. Exactly. That's what you're exactly. telling me. And who was on his team? Like you beat the Jordan with a young you, you Artest. beat Jordan with Ron Artest and a young Gilbert Arenas. Yeah, ooh, that's a gunner though. He had a gunner. Yeah, but young did Gilbert, Gilbert did Gilbert carry that team? It wasn't P and P, my boy. <laughs> P had, what he had a defense and the rebounds. <laughs> he was in force out there. Yeah, P kept score. P played my position. I played foul hard, grabs some rebounds, pissed people off. 
Get a W. That's what you do. <laughs> All right, man. Real quick, man. Question of the day. Lil Wayne announces No Ceilings 2 mixtape is around the corner. I know oh, you're excited. I don't know why people don't um, talk about Lil Wayne releases. I would say No Ceilings 1 is his last good project. That was like 09, 2010. That was his last good mixtape. What you got us thinking? What is Wayne's best mixtape? Dedication 1, Dedication 2, or other? Squad 4. Ooh, you saying Squad Four is Squad Four the best thing he ever like? Wayne laced up his boots for that whole CD. Squad Four, Jack Beats and all. Squad Four is the best thing he ever. That's better than both them dedications. Yes, like he got classic bars on that Squad Four. He got unforgettable bars on that Squad Four. But for the sake of argument, because we do have some uh, Facebook reactions. Let's go. Shout out Tierra. She said, actually, No Ceilings is my favorite. Wayne can keep this No Ceilings too. I could go the rest of my life not hearing another Wayne track. That's Wayne shit. Yeah, that was. <laughs> she meant it too. A lot of people meant that. Absolutely. Shout out James Reagan. She, he said that ded- that first dedication was all piff. It was. Please don't sleep on those dedications. Uh, shout out DJ Cotton. He said dedication two was Wayne spitting absolute flames on every kind of beat you could want. But shout out to Louisiana best, mixtape. Yeah, that's what he talking. said. He said that his overall best mixtape was songs and all. That's that one with that uh, it had that sample. I've been coming. I've nah, been that was uh, the drought is over. That was on that too, though. Oh, it, well, yeah, I it see, you can't be sharing too. songs on different music. That's cheating. That. Yeah, I seen that. Uh, shout out to Juan Sounds, man. He said that Stilettos freestyle on Dedication One still gets played to this day. What the fuck is a sandwich? He murdered that. What the fuck is the hand? God damn. Shout out Ernest Reed. He said that drought three is slept on. That's the double disc. Nah, if you remember that. Nah, that drought three had heat on it. I'm sorry to break it to you, E. Nah, it had heat. It ain't slept on, though. Because that second disc was trash. Nah, I wouldn't say that. That's what the Mike Jones was on, right? Ooh, yeah, it was. Yeah, the second disc was trash, though. Man, you crazy as fuck. King Kong, like, he was bodying that shit, though. But, like, dude, Wayne was murdering beats so much to the point that, like, he got, he started getting on beats you didn't even want to hear him on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, he was just like, no, I don't even want to hear Wayne. I know he finna fuck this all the way up. I ain't even got, the, I don't even need this. Yeah. What was your, what's your favorite Jack Wayne song off the top of your head right now? Um, Hustling. That Rick Ross hustling. Ooh, that's a good one. Woo. Give me the line. Oh, uh, leave Chris Cross. Nah, he was ripping that too. I don't want to blow it. I got one. What was he? Uh, <laughs> he was ripping I pull that. Up at the, I pull up at the bank. They call me Mr. Withdrawal. Sure, they yeah. on the passes beside me. They call him Miss Wet. Without draws. Miss Without draws. <laughs> Kill him. But, uh, give me. Yeah, that was my shit right there, though. I got to go with some off it. That, that squad. That, that, that Lake, yellow, that uh, Jay Z remix? <laughs> Lake of Yellow, Lambo, Lake of Yellow, Bomb Lake of Yellow, 9 11, Lake of Yellow, Dude. God. And what's crazy is that No Ceiling 2 will sound nothing like anything no. we just got through now. No, that guy's left. He's so gone. you can. <laughs> He's gone. If you're hoping that you're going to get that Wayne back on this. He's gone. It's over with, people. Yep. All right, man. Before we get out of here, man. Speaking of over with, this show is wrapping up, but. We Absolutely. got new music for you. New mu- hey man, it's, a, it's sequel season. Shout out my little cousin, man. I texted her today because we was doing this show and asked her who her favorite rappers were. She's 21. Okay. Any guess? Uh, Young Thug and Migos. Yes. Young Thug and Future. Oh, yeah. I sh- nah, okay. I should have known that. Shout out at I Can, Therefore I Am, my little cousin. So that was interesting to me. Absolutely. That makes sense, though. Um, so speaking of Young Thug, Slime Season 2 is out. 
What does slime seem I to mean? I don't. It does she some, know? It got something to do with the blood shit. I believe. Really? Yeah. So why is bottle shit called slime flu? How your blood? Really? Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. I thought bottle was deeply associated with that blood shit. I have no fucking clue. Well, he I mean, has slime flu one. five. Uh, Ace Hood has starvation. Oh, is it just four. slang? I don't know what up slime. Yeah, I, don't I don't know how to use that shit, man. I don't know. What the Ace Hood I'm has washed. starvation four, and Lloyd Banks has Halloween having two. Hold on. <laughs> when I tell you, at he gang P and the rest of the five Ace Hood fans walking, nobody <laughs> is checking for that starvation four, and that's why he's starving. <laughs> Dude, Ace, Ace Hood, so, like, it's getting to the point where I'm starting to believe that he's overrated. Because every time I tell somebody that he's some solid, be like, nah, he got some little songs where he be ripping it. Where are they? Nah, he do be snapping, though. What? <laughs> it is amazing. People will fly the flag for somebody like Ace Hood, but my man 2 Chains is putting in work bar for bar, Whoa. every song Whoa. with dope stuff, and people say, oh, Chains can't rap. Even your twenty year old cousin would not say that two, chains man, got bars two for chains days. Two chains got bars for days. <laughs> she wouldn't say that. Two chains had he got bars. He got more bars than Ace Hood. No, nah, this is why people say. Tell Ace me, Hood two chains don't got more bars than Ace Hood. Let me finish though. I'm gonna tell you why people say he's not because I didn't listen to his music before, and you clearly you one of the only ones. <laughs> you and him. And Ace Khaled. Hood. Y'all Ace the only Hood three has a, that heard that shit. Ace Hood has good beats, just mm. like you hear Votto. You wonder where Votto get his beats from. Everybody has good beats it's I don't believe it Because I would have heard One of the songs With good beats And be like This alright But I've never done that With Ace Hood You heard Bugatti He got one song With Plies like You heard Bugatti But that, I mean That's cause Future was on uh, What Future oh, on there That was the Future wave Come on You heard Hustle Hard You heard all this shit That, that, that was cause Wayne and Ross Were on there Like what more Do you need <laughs> He got them beats and he Jesus can Christ. Yeah, I can hear 72 home runs on HGH and steroids. Yes. <laughs> Come on, man. Ace Hood is so overrated. I'm, he, he, he's jumped on my overrated list. I ain't nobody checking him but them six people you named. So. You. <laughs> DJ Khaled. My boy, he gang P. And LeBron. Maybe. And D-Wade. Oh shit Hey man listen What you got on deck For the weekend man Before we go uh, Chillaxing man You know we getting ready My Cowboys got big games This weekend man It's, it's getting crucial it's, it's Sundays man Romo on his way back We trying to make A Super Bowl run So I can go to the Super Bowl We hoping for that I want to be in the building Let's go nation Cowboy nation Alright now that and, you Don't woke up Out that little dream of yours You just had And the NBA back And it's so slow right now Like I don't Crazy understand Steph how y'all, cooking like a motherfucker I don't understand How y'all get into basketball This early in the season Like the, the, My this, team's 3-1 and one, So it's not some slow for me You got 80,000 games to go <laughs> Like who cares Until Christmas dude Jay, I heard Jay Hove Say last night on FSP I'm so excited to be talking basketball. That's real. We four games in, dude. <laughs> Come on, NBA That's fans. Real. We real fans, man. Respect our fanhood. Yeah, get, get out of here, man. Watch that shield. Don't nothing start until after February the third. That's when the Super Bowl over with. Hey man, shout out uh, ATLB Battle, man I might hit up this meet and sip, man Financial edition this weekend, man A little free uh, day party networking event Go on every Saturday I might fall through that, man Shake some hands, kiss some babies Oh, breaking news Yo boy, Lyra Galore and Rick Ross Have called off their engagement 
I'm not shocked uh, at all. It wasn't not a real engagement. They reportedly got into a big argument. She moved everything out of the rapper's Georgia residence. Me. He threw everything out of There's a $350,000 11-carat engagement ring involved. I got to have that back. Today. Yesterday. As a matter of yeah, fact, you're not leaving. Before you leave. Me. Yeah, before you leave that like, at the door. Like, take that off, or do I need your finger? <laughs> <laughs> like, one or the other, but come on. Melting that down, getting the goddamn Jesus piece. He need all that for Bill. This case, he fighting. He can't take none of them. <laughs> he did. Hey, man, again, we appreciate y'all listening, man. Fuck with us next week. Yes, man, we definitely appreciate it, man. It's the On Deck TV podcast. Support the real. Good morning. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. Hey, man, I hope y'all enjoyed that show as much as we did recording it. Don't forget, it ain't over yet. Go to Facebook right now. Search for the group. Rap chat on Deck TV podcast. We're taking the conversation over there, man. Come fuck with us. Listen, join the conversation with me and Animal Brown, man. Following every show. Get on there. Tell us what you think about the show. Tell us what you got to say. Leave your comments there and let's have a conversation about it as we do in this Builders fan base. You damn right. Facebook, go to the room. Rap chat on Deck TV podcast. Holler at your boy. Chill.